0: Yeah, any other updates people have on things that have been happening? Alright, if not, I'm gonna award the NFT prize. I'm scared. I'm scared and hopeful. <laughs>
1: I mean, if anybody has questions or anything they'd want to know about, you know, pooled together as a whole. I think most of us are fairly in the loop on what's happening, so we'd love to help answer questions or, you know.
2: Um, I can give you a a quick update, too, because I was recently asked about pods on uh, Polygon. So I I spoke with the team this morning, and we're going to go ahead and launch the factory for pods on Polygon. Um, so if you guys want to have pods over there for the USDB pool, that should be available uh, probably early next week to kind of get that set up. And in the the sharing notes reference app, uh, you should be able to connect to that as well. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so and I know Tor gonna ask for that specifically, but you guys, someone might in, uh, be interested in here for that update as well.
3: Yeah, does the sharing notes have compatibility with Polygon on his, on his app, is that what you said?
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's an EVM chain, so it should have no problem working over there. And then it's just a matter of setting up the pod uh, with those price pool parameters. Um, and then the UI, as long as it's just pointing to Polygon, um, should read all of the contracts just fine and, and get the same balances and um, claimability and all the functionality that is currently Uh, on the mainnet deploy.
3: Awesome, so it's basically the same functions, just the chain ID change as far as uh, like MetaMask is concerned.
2: Exactly, and then you can probably even add the button for the custom network, because I know there's a way in MetaMask where you basically um, can request to switch to a network or add it to MetaMask. So that may be something that you wanna add to the reference UI, but otherwise people can just add it manually as well and then switch over
3: yeah i'll help uh, share the notes and give them the update on that i can uh you can maybe put a button on to you know request the chain id change Um, that'll make it easier i suppose
0: yep
1: and togan couldn't be on the call today but uh, he wanted us to mention if you go to the pool grants twitter you'll be able to see Um, All the previous grants we've already uh, funded and kind of a little idea on what each of those did. And it was a little bit more on the marketing side for some of them. But one of the grants actually went to sharing notes as well for the work he did previously. And part of it was also enabling a little bit extra work, which looks like he's already been doing with the pods and pod builder as well.
2: Uh, I'm assuming the Bill
3: Grant Twitter is the one just linked in the general's chat. Is that the right one? Yeah.
2: Quick question because I know Layton's not here this week. Is he usually kind of helping lead these or is he pretty hands off on this?
1: This is usually Layton's. Like, this is usually what he's all about. He'll have our updates and he'll run through the list of what's been happening for the week and what's upcoming. But I think. I think he either didn't have an update written up because we kind of just started the meeting and we didn't have any updates to give. So we're kind of just going through them organically.
2: Yeah. So I guess I'll speak to a little bit like of mainly what's been going on this week. I don't know if you guys covered it already, but if you know, in, I don't know if you guys are aware of the C4 audit. So we put out the, Basically, the call to go look through all of the pull together contracts. um, And we've gotten several um, issues already back, mainly gas optimizations and then potentially fixing um, just an early exit fee um, bug. But so that's been really successful. So, what we're going to do now is bring a lot of those optimizations in. Um, So, that was probably the biggest focus in terms of like what's happening outside in the community was that update. Um, And it seems to be really successful. Um, I think there was about Nine people who really looked at those contracts and did a deep dive. Um, so it seems to be a good method going forward for some of the ways that we <clears throat> kind of bring people into the fold as opposed to just internal audits um, but besides that, I'm not there wasn't too many other updates. It's mainly been a lot of like cleaning up the internal contracts, mapping out future features, kind of you know working with Brandon to figure out some of the roadmap stuff. Um, but if there is questions on any of that or in terms of mainly the C four audits, I can probably help answer those as well.
0: But if not, I'm not sure the the regular flow that you guys kinda of have for that.
3: Um as far as uh roadmap is concerned, Leighton actually put a, a Twitter post out on a couple days ago I think asking what people would like to see for V four. Um what are your ideas on that, James?
2: Um, I mean, before I answer, just because I'm so close to it, do you guys want to share, I mean, some of your responses? Because I think it's not super important what I want. I think, you know, mainly because you guys are driving the community. I'd love to hear more what you guys is is the most important features for that. And then I can maybe speak to some of the stuff that we're working on and talk about how that relates to the work if we want.
3: So two of my suggestions were, uh, number one was, Many more deposit. uh, Sorry, winners per uh, prize pool. So maybe I think right now we are kind of limited by gas. But it would be awesome if a a pool could uh, award like a thousand winners per se, um, and really stratify and split the 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 prize. Obviously, the prize would be smaller, but you would have more winners. So that would be that would be a cool feature. And the other one was a better win chance for. Duration of time that you've been in the pool, like how long your t- your tickets have been in the pool, would give you better, um, better. That was my two uh, suggestions.
2: Yeah. So the good news is, is I think you know the core team, Leighton and and Brandon and Chuck, really took that to heart, and that is actually going to be one of the primary focuses right now. Um. So what we're kind of codenaming it is uh, Project Tsunami, which is we're looking at. Um, exactly that so we're changing the model in which uh prizes are distributed so instead of it just being a random number uh we're looking at ways where it's more traditional to like a lottery ticket so you would use um you'd be able to essentially get you know x amount of numbers so whether it's like you know i don't know if you're familiar with the super lotto ticket where you pick you know zero through nine about like five or six times and then that becomes your pick Um, and so what we've done is kind of mapped out a similar mechanic so instead of just a random number is you'll be able to win based off of how many numbers you've matched. And so if you've got one out of six, you know, you get a $10 prize. If you've got all six, then you're gonna get the $30,000 prize. So that addresses number one, um, and it's gonna be able to be used with the specific architecture. It's gonna be called V4 because of um, the nature of it, um, because there's gonna be such a big shift, but we are bolting it on to the existing prize pools and existing prize strategies. Um, and then second to that, you mentioned, you know, higher, um, odds of winning if you're in, I don't know if that that's not going to be directly baked in, but I'd love to hear your feedback on this, which is streaks. So if you're in between, you know, four weeks or five weeks, you'd get an additional, uh, reward from that. It could be considered APR, it can be considered something else. Um, so it's not necessarily higher chances of winning. But the longer you're in, you're going to be guaranteed to get something like that. And that's what we're going to be calling streaks. And we're kind of mapping that out second uh, after this tsunami kind of model.
3: Yeah, that sounds like an awesome compromise, actually. So the, the idea is still that you're just awarding or rewarding people that are, um, you know, committed and loyal to the uh, uh, loyal depositors that, you know, they're in for a long time. So they should they should get some sort of benefit from that, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And I the, and the think it kind of is, is like, we can still provide an APR for higher than like traditional means to like 2%. And it's, so it's another layer on top of like incentivizing not leaving soon. So not only do you not leave right after your exit fee is, but you're going to stay in for a couple more weeks and then get rewarded. So it's exactly that. And that's kind of the compromise there is you're going to eventually end up with something guaranteed if you stayed in long enough, whether you win or not. Um, and just a matter of framing it as like, that's a good savings um habit to kind of put something in keep it there for a while and then move it after that time period. And I'd love to hear other people's thoughts on that because it's such a big shift from only having, you know, a few winners each couple of weeks um from, you know, basically either 3 or 5 depending on the two major pools to potentially Know, hundreds of smaller winners, maybe no grand prize winner, or some mixture thereof, where it's like all medium sized winners and maybe one grand prize winner every couple of weeks. Um, and then, a function of that, of potentially having this model where it's not a guaranteed grand prize winner, we're looking at where it would roll over as well. So, if someone doesn't win the 30,000 grand prize, within six months, that'll actually be pulled back in um, and added to the, that next week's prize as well. Um, so, if anybody has any thoughts, whether it's good, bad, you like this approach, I mean, I would love to hear it because this is what we're mapping out technically right now, and you know, of course, we want to make sure it's what you guys want eventually.
3: That sounds awesome. I love the idea. It changes the 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 game slightly, though, right? It changes the psychology of the game, but I think for the better. Um, the better incentives, you know, better rewards for time spent in the, in the pools. And yeah, it's just, I think it's a good, a good upgrade.
2: Yeah, it's that exactly. It's, it's totally, a, it's a switch to the model. It's a switch of like how you interact with it. You'd have to come back even regularly to see if you won um, and then go pull your tickets. Um, so it definitely switches up what it currently is. Absolutely.
3: Uh, speaking of that, by the way, of checking back, um, is there any talks about, um, Engaging with uh, what is it? EPNS, the notification system. Uh, there's a, there's some service that you can push notifications depending on the outcome of a smart contract. Is that something that Toll Together is looking at? Um,
2: not that I'm aware of. That might be something like Layton is is looked into, or you know, more on like the periphery. You know, basically, I've been working a lot of the contract infrastructure, so I wouldn't have that specifically. Um, we, you know, that might not even be something that we need to reach out to integrate with that might be something that if a user wants to get a notification on a smart contract they set up i i know of the service you're talking about i don't i'm not quite sure the details of it but that's definitely something um worth looking at that aside though you could you could also set up alerts without needing that kind of token system um, so
4: yeah just to jump in here um... I believe that the EPNS team built out a prototype a few months ago. Um, If you just Google "pool together
0: and EPNS, there should be a few articles written by them. I never looked into it, but yeah.
2: Perfect. There you go. Then, yeah, maybe something does exist. (laughs) But we, we definitely needed it for the updated version. The, the updated version also would probably be a little complicated in that method, because you wouldn't really know if you won until you went to the website and did some calculations, because it's more of a pull method as opposed to a push. So you basically have to calculate your random numbers, look up, you know, a few indices in the card contract with the draw number, that sort of thing. Um, so it'd be somewhat heavy lifting, but it definitely would be worth it if you want to have that type of automated system to see if you won.
1: So, how would you see a winner of a prize pool by simply looking at the events on the contract for example the nft prize pool
0: with this new model you mean
1: uh, with the existing one because i set up the pool but i'm not the most tech savvy so i'm just trying to make sure uh we we pick the right winner from what we see in the contracts.
2: Okay, so just to clarify, so you there you have a new prize pool set up, and then you're wanting to give away the NFT. Is that what you're asking? Correct.
1: So I linked the contract in the general, and I'm looking at the last two events, which occurred probably five minutes ago. And I just want to make sure we're looking at the right address.
2: In the UI, well, I mean, the UI... The UI should be pulling the correct address. It would be totally off to get a wrong address. I mean, Dylan can maybe speak to that a little bit more, but I mean you should be fine if it's there, then it's definitely pulling from the yeah, contract. So yeah.
4: We don't have um we don't have the awarded like the the past winners of every prize pool. We only have a select group shown in the app. So on the community site, you can't see. For this specific pool, um, but yeah, so you can see the prize prize pool awarded, and I'm fairly certain that is the address that won the last however many digits. Um, there's also the subgraph which we could pull up and and check there, and that'll be a lot cleaner
0: for you. I can send you a, a query for that. I'd appreciate that. I agree. So you were trying to look up historical records. Yes. Yeah. Historical slash like you know two minutes ago, but
4: that is historic now.
2: Uh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's where it got me. Got it.
4: Yeah, the community site is definitely lacking with that ability. You can't can't really see who won, who's winning, anything like that.
2: Um, so just to circle back a little bit I, don't, I mean you guys don't obviously don't have to answer but I mean if I'll put it out there one more time I would you know just love to hear on the feedback of this updated model and you know hundreds of people winning and you know us focusing more on one big prize pool so that does become worthwhile I mean if anybody even if it's just a yes that's a good approach I mean that's totally helpful as well but if it's if it's a no, that's probably even more helpful. We'd love to hear why you don't want that as well.
1: I think it makes a lot of sense as long as there's still some ability for smaller fish to win. And having the like large mm-hmm. amount of prizes awarded, I think definitely helps with that. Because you know, I'm sure as many of you have heard the narrative of, oh, you're in one X amount of prizes. You know, yep. why, are, why am I depositing my $100? So even if the prize that those small fish win isn't, as substantial as like the grand grand prize. If that grand prize is split amongst a lot of people, I think that'll still be a big benefit and help get, you know, headlines and get people interested in joining either through pods or through their own deposits.
2: yeah Yeah. And and that's the interesting part of it because of a statistical model and not a determinant one is yeah, you have a, a way better chance of winning something as opposed to nothing. Um, like it might be smaller than like the 10 to like the $100 range. And obviously that gets much bigger with, with bigger deposits. Um, but like you said, also, if there's whales in that and they are able to get the grand prize. So if it's like, you know, Yearn and maybe a couple other people, that grand prize does have to be split between them as well. So even if that grand prize is split, then, you know, they're not all getting it. Depending well, on how a it's of a middle ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool, well, that's great to hear because it's a, because of this, yeah, a lot more people will win and then we can focus on specific prize pools really gaining a larger amount of funds and then I'm sure, I don't know if Layton's brought up as well that basically we're looking at changing the sponsorship model for getting, giving up pool, so instead of just anybody who's depositing, it's really um, anybody who's yield farming at scale would have to sponsor and so they're not eligible to win anyways. And so, in situations where Yearn, where their main focus is, you know, getting the governance tokens and yield farming, um, and secondary winning is kind of potentially secondary at that scale, um, that should address that problem in two ways. So, one, more people winning, and then two, kind of setting up the different token economics. So whales who are really focused on one thing don't dominate the scene and win when it's really not that important for them. So, I mean, happy to answer any other questions, but if not, I don't know if we have many other updates besides basically looking at that new architecture, focusing on that and then, um,
0: yeah, just uh, the C4 audits this week.
4: We also usually like watch the prize, get excited about
1: the little fish, but we Ah, have some delays with the graph, so I can't see anything uh, in the We had a tiny fish win the NFT prize pool, apparently. That's exciting. $35 worth of tickets out of like (sighs) 32,000. That's that's
0: awesome. So, and
2: which prize pool is that? That's on the main one?
1: It's uh, on the Polygon. It's uh, the NFT prize pool we put together. There's the NFT pool showcase channel near the top of this Discord. And then there's a one for each week, essentially, for artists we commissioned.
0: Got
3: it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, I had a, a question for either Dylan or, or Kim, so I don't know which one of you guys is more uh, to do with the main pull-together app site. Uh, but a few of us have probably noticed the site being a bit unresponsive, um, not showing the data. I know that behind the scenes, this is mostly caused by, uh, the graph not providing the data. But is there any any plans to rectify that or or get a bit more responsive?
4: Yeah, definitely. That's something I'm working on, as as we speak, or I guess
3: like, <laughs> right. before Seriously. and after.
4: But yeah. um, yeah, we have this. The way the system is built is it's, Really nested, right? We have all of these dependencies. We're kind of pulling info from compound, from Ave, from from the graph, from several different subgraphs, and they're all very inconsistent. So if one goes down, kind of everything in this chain breaks. Um, that's not good. That's quite bad. Everything was kind of thrown together rather quickly. So we're rectifying that now, kind of putting all of these different dependencies behind a caching layer so that you know if it goes down we still have some data to use um so we might end up in situations now where you know the prize hasn't been updated for 15 minutes because just we we haven't we don't have any fresh data but you'll see something you won't get stuck in this sort of 15 second loading screen and then get nothing.
3: Yeah, I'll see it in the, the help channel and the generalist users asking, oh, the site's not showing me data, what's up? And then Brendan's like, yeah, uh, data issues.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's quite frustrating. But hopefully early next week we'll have majority of that resolved. Um, there's still some stuff on the front end that's talking directly with the graph or with through Infura. So... Obviously, still chances for sections to die, but we're we're working towards kind of isolating all of these different
0: dependencies and making it a lot more robust. <clears throat> yeah, and, and
2: just to like add to
4: that,
0: the prize has Go
4: been ahead, awarded. No. Good. This is yours. yours. is connected to that question. Yeah,
2: so. no, I was. I was just to add to that. I think the long term is. Um, you know, everything that Dylan said is to kind of encapsulate what's going on in the front end and that's where he works mostly and I have the least experience with, but the conversation is to, to basically split up the app. So um, the same way that Uniswap has like a .info site is where you would essentially go to get the info, the history, some of the details that aren't necessarily pertinent to that specific timeframe, and then have the main app where you're engaging with a real-time info be just that. So, I think long term, there is going to be a focus towards splitting that. So, it can just be a little bit better maintained because, you know, I know Chuck and Dylan have a lot to really work on in one single app and finagle everything. It can get a little much. So, hopefully, long term, that'll help kind of resolve some of these breakdowns. So, one thing doesn't affect kind of everything else.
0: So, just an add on, but go ahead, Dylan. Yeah,
4: um, so the die prize, die prize, has been awarded. Unfortunately, again, yearn taking two of three, um, and the other one's still, still a decent deposit,
0: sixty thousand die. Won the one of the runner-up prizes. A sad week, but
4: I mean, we still had chances, which is which is a good thing.
1: I think all the luck for small fish went into the NFT pool. It a (laughs) 0.1% chance to win. (laughs) Damn.
0: Well, yeah. So does anybody have any other questions? Or I guess you guys have probably a swim meet kicking off right after this. So feel free to take over if that's the plan. Um
1: sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> so any anybody have any suggestions on things we might want to do differently or ideas or collaborations?
3: Um so I have a question um and this is my own fault but I've not been particularly close to governance this week and what the hot topics are and the discussions around uh, the P-tips. I know that Leighton did put out a P-tip regarding regarding certain things. So does anybody have like a quick update they want to do on that just to catch everybody up? (laughs) People like myself, selfishly, who
0: weren't paying attention.
3: It's usually Torgan I think that's uh, closest to the uh, Antalis guy or closest to the uh, the governance side of things
4: Yeah I haven't been following along this past week there's been a lot of de- debates and I don't think there's been any resolutions I usually try and pop in for sort of the start and the ends.
3: Yeah I was wondering if there's like a Cliff Notes version of what the discussions are up to so far but it, might, it must still be getting hashed out so those will Maybe have something next week on
0: that front.
2: Yeah, that's probably more of a latent question. I think <laughs> Us devs are kind of head down. And yeah, he's uh, in the he's, governance. He's close to the governance. Yeah. Yeah, and Torgan, unfortunately,
0: <laughs> help you there much. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I, I've just been reading. I. I can't keep up with it all, but I do have the POAP code for the meeting at least once it is time. So, for if, if running our course here, I can announce that unless anybody else has a little bit more to add. Right code for this week is llama floaty llama with two l's at the start and then floaty
0: Oh, I like the artwork artwork, uh, this week. Is that a beanie? A beanie hat. Great. Another one for the growing collection.
3: Yeah, po ups are going to be hot in future. Like talk, a, we're talking in like a year, two years from now. People with uh, certain certain ups are going to be
5: they're going to be highly coveted. If it hasn't been, you know, it'll be the uh, subject of airdrop eligibility at some point. So always got to get in. Yep. We got a uh, new grant come in today. Um, at first, I thought it was Defi Lama, but Lama Dao is apparently not Defi Lama. <laughs> <So. laughs> a
0: little bit different.
5: Hmm. I'm on their website now uh, if you guys want to check it out Community. it's like uh, a central hub for treasury management never seen this
0: before
2: <clears throat> oh, yeah. is that the proposal where they want to take the pull together treasury funds and do something secondary with them?
5: No, this is a brand new one. um Just came in today. I, th- there's a lot of reading. I haven't read it over, but it's something that it, it's treasury management. Yeah.
1: I think, they, a, I think they had a post on governance, is what Games is talking about.
5: Oh, yeah. Llama Community did? Llama Dow?
2: I don't know if it was specifically them. I know there was interest last week by the same type of service provider, so I'm sure it's probably similar. Uh And then they got pushed to the governance um, form to kind of make an official proposal. Interesting. I think the thinking behind that is there's so much funds just sitting. And I guess, you know, in the world of DeFi where everything can be leveraged is they essentially try to promise that they'll take these, assets and go re-leverage them without you know day-to-day operations by the by the main team is i think what what they're pitching ultimately
5: the one on the governance
2: yeah if it's the
5: same thing as last week yeah
1: i personally think that goes more to the you know full governance forum than just through a grant
2: Yeah, I think it would have to. It wouldn't just be a grant for smaller amounts. I think it would be, yeah, governance for the actual fund.
5: Yeah, especially if we're talking about management of the funds, definitely. Um, the one I'm looking at, anyways, is more <laughs> uh, like if I pull up Alchemix, looks like they did one for them. Um, outflow 89 million, inflow
0: 1.24 million flow. <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of data here. Yep. Management. It sounds more interesting. I'm wondering what DAOs are doing and with their funds that flows then flow those, what's being bought and uh, purchased from the the and stuff. It's, it's
5: super interesting. With, uh, like, there's two projects that I've been excited about: uh, Method and Visor, that are NFT vaults for V3 liquidity. Um, that is liquid cross protocol, Um if they're, well, I'm already getting over my head. I'm not an engineer, but um yeah, liquidity cross protocol, which blows my mind. Um, that kind of thing for treasury management would be super interesting. Yeah, uh, Brendan was talking about this a few
3: weeks ago, actually, um, and it was in regards to pod tokens. Uh, so yeah, pod tokens can actually be liquidity cross protocol as well like he had he, he was talking about how they're designed and that 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 function is actually possible like you can have polygon uh pod tokens that you know who can uh the main net Ethereum.
0: yeah right? i mean
5: i understand I mean, that right they'd set up a fuse pool on rari uh for the PTUSDC. is that what you're talking about yeah 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 mm-hmm. yep uh yeah, th- you know what? Me and Torgan were talking about this the other day. There's really no reason um, that our underlying ticket tokens, right? Our PT or PC, however they're named, uh, can't just be pegged to the value of um, the deposited token. And then that opens doors to tons of liquidity. Uh, if that process is set up and a, a protocol is willing to take on the risk of Uh, Yes, it is still just a deposit token, but there is this underlying liquidity. Um, Yeah.
3: God, that stuff makes my brain hurt. DeFi is like goddamn future tech from the year 2500.
5: (laughs) Right. Taking the same funds and using them like five different places. It works out somehow. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, what do you what do you guys' thoughts on that in an external um, kind of operation managing funds? or do you think that's something governance could do on their own as opposed to handing it off and being charged, you know, x amount of percentage to have that be done?
5: I have a hard hard um, time imagining what that looks like. I mean, what exactly? Are they doing with the funds? What kind of yield can be generated from them? What kind of utility are they putting the liquidity to use, I guess, is the question. But um, there's probably better options than just having it sit in a treasury, right? No doubt about that. There's a balance though, right? Because, yes.
3: yeah, you're, you're totally right. There's there's better things to do than have funds just sit in a treasury doing nothing. But then again, people when it's not directly your funds, when it's not your own personal capital you you are more inclined to take riskier bets on it. so like people might vote to do silly things with uh, uh
5: the governance uh, capital. That's right. my worry anyway yeah that's that's a good point, because there is a lot of value with just having t b l right? It's the first thing that I always look like look at, um, yeah. And it's
3: not your own personal capital, so yeah. Why why not vote for some risky player where you're earning like 10,000% APY um, and like Titan token or something? (laughs) Yeah.
5: That's a good point too. But the beauty of DAO governance is no, no restrictions to that, right? Yeah. You you just need to have like a few people on board who really, you
3: know, really um really scrutinize this stuff and really understand and cut apart what is good and what's bad. Um and really like only only risk DAO uh, Dow Treasury funds and stuff that is tried and tested and proven. You, you you never wanna you never wanna be first in with your treasury funds on some protocol that has uh never been battle tested
5: before. No doubt. No doubt. And you know what? The flip side of that is that's something that should make our uh, underlying ticket tokens attractive as a collateral asset because we have had um, our code audited so many times. We have had such success, uh, consistent liquidity. Um, If someone were to make that um, proposal on you know any of the lending uh, platforms, i think I think it would be readily um, adopted, but I see a lot of value myself in opening up our users' liquidity for those ticket tokens. Yeah, I bet a lot of people hold them and don't even know they have them, right? Um, so, how much value is there to then giving them? an option to collateralize it, probably none. But uh, for people like us, who know that that's an option, um, I fly my DGEN flag proudly, and
3: I'd be all about that. Yeah, I'll re- lean more on Tuna's uh, side, where treasury funds should be for pool and only for pool. Like, it should be within the pools, or you know, buying stable coins for the pools, maybe a uh, stretch. And we have done that obviously. We we sold pull pool, uh, pool tokens to get a USDC and that went went directly into the USDC reserve. So yeah, that's um that's where I lean on. I, I I'll lean on the side that pool should only be for the for the pool protocol.
5: Uh, you mean treasury funds or the pool token?
3: Well, both. Like the treasury both, funds yeah. are the pool token. And yeah, treasury funds can be, you know, other stable coins and stuff. So but and on the main um treasury governance and the treasury should be focused on building the protocol up and you know not exposing our funds to other protocols
5: i agree uh, i didn't I, I meant for the users underlying ticket tokens, oh yeah. Not right, treasury. yeah 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 agreed uh, treasury is uh, i mean yeah i can see uh that well both sides, right, that you want to be risky with it or just have it locked up. But um, I haven't seen a lot. To answer the original question, I haven't seen a lot of people do it, so I guess I just don't know what it looks like. What are the possibilities?
2: Yeah, it's interesting, because it definitely would probably be aimed, too, at the stable tokens, as opposed to something with the pool. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sure they want to just drop that USDC and take that and then use that somewhere. But yeah, like you point out, I, I don't think it's been done so far. It's going to be it's going to be interesting over this next year as governance really matures and there is so many funds to see what people decide to do with it. And if everyone just throws we got got our first. back into yearn.
5: <laughs> Not a bad idea. Um, we got our first proposal really focused on digging into Our DAO governance structures, um, what was it, Andy, last week, two weeks ago, with Other Internet? Say again? Uh, Other Internet, they came in, what, like two weeks ago, last week?
1: Uh, About that, yeah.
5: Yeah. They're going to be looking at, their value proposition is is this. Um, Every DAO wants to know what the governance processes are, right? So you can nurture those and um, build upon those. Uh, but the vast majority of governance is done completely off chain. The only thing that's done on chain is the actual vote. Um, but the proposal, the discussion to get to that proposal, the conversation that sparks the idea, that all happens elsewhere. So they're going to be looking into, uh, once we come to some agreement, we haven't uh, accepted the grant yet, but um, they're going to be looking into. Discourse, uh, snapshot, and the forums, uh, as well, to see, um, you know, just give us a better picture of how those come about and how they work together. I think is the goal. So that should be really interesting.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds great. What's the
3: process there? How do they like? How do they quantify that? Because that sounds like something that's really hard
5: to quantify. It's all subjective, right? It is, yeah. Um, so they they had a grant from the Ethereum Foundation and Uniswap grants before us. Uh, I haven't seen the actual data that they share. They've done this project for one other protocol, and I can't remember which one it was. Um, I haven't seen the data, but essentially um, they're It's
1: going pros- to be more of a qualitative approach. It's not going to be you know quantitative as far as numbers go. It's more of uh, qualitative as a whole.
5: They're going to have uh, a team of researchers. Uh, I think it was two to start out with. Now it's at four, adding um, snapshot in the forums, uh, and then a project head for six weeks. Uh, it's a research period, and then a two-week re- write-up. Um, yeah. It, it, what does the data look like exactly? I'm not sure yet, um, but I'm very interested to find out because that'll all be brand new territory well, for me as well.
3: That'll be awesome. I mean, if anything, that'll tell us what we can do better as a governance uh, community, right?
5: They did bring up um, one really interesting uh, topic or facet of pool together, anyways. Uh, they compared us to like Uniswap's Discord, which Right is is a complete mess, doesn't foster a com- hasn't fostered a community anyways. Uh, so there's obviously there's at least a right way and a wrong way to do it, and pool together uh, is more of the right way, right? Um, whatever we've done has has worked to a degree. So being able to contrast that with others should be
0: helpful as well.
1: did anyone have anything else? Um, I've got to run soon, and yeah, I'm just curious if there's any other topics before I gotta hit off
0: looks like we're good.
5: Caller a meeting.
2: Where's the gavel? Meeting a meeting adjourned.
5: <laughs> Bang. Bang. All right, everyone. Bang have a good weekend. <laughs>
2: Take care. Later, guys. Good job.
0: Cheers.